the idea of having to be constrained and doing one thing and one thing only and just being in a box, it just, it didn't jive with me. Tuning into the latest episode of Rise, Grind, Repeat. In today's episode, we talked to Gelly, creator of Networking Phoenix. Uh, she is one of the pioneers in what we call community today, which seems to be a growing trend on some of our latest episodes. Let's dive right into why she thinks community is so important. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I um, like I was telling you, I grew up in here in Tempe. I went to ASU, majored in communications, um, and I had two jobs out of college that kind of follow that career path. And then by the second job, I realized that um, I'm a horrible employee. <laughs> I I am what you call an entrepreneur, but I didn't know that at the time. Like nobody really guided me to the you know entrepreneurial side of things in life. So. Um, I started networking to kind of discover other opportunities, not necessarily discover other uh, jobs, but just to see what else was out there. I was in my mid-20s at the time, and I quickly realized that um, I had this gift to be able to connect with people very quickly. And I actually didn't realize that it was unique to me. I just knew I, it, it came easily to me and I really enjoyed it. I actually assumed everybody else was like that. You know, I just, I didn't know that, Yeah. you know, that, that actually was one of my unique skill sets. But, um, you know, I think the reason for that is just because I actually genuinely wanted to meet these people and get to know them and, and connect with them. Like I just, that's just how I am. So I was networking and, uh, you know, making friends in the networking world. And um, they would ask me, you know, what is it that you do? And I, I'm like, well, you know, I had this day job, but I didn't really like, so I didn't want to talk about it. And I was like, no, no, you tell me what you do. And so that's how I started to discover that. I mean, people just had these businesses that, like, that were just mind blowing to me. Like, I remember the first time I met a pet sitter, I was like, what? But when I, no, n- didn't know back then that was such a huge industry, yeah. you know, obviously it is, but I just didn't know that. So this was kind of like my research phase of what else can I do with my life and how do other people make money? And I'd never even considered myself um, to be a business owner. I mean, never took a single business class in my life. That just wasn't my thing. Again, nobody really, you know, guided me towards that, which is great. I love my major, you know, I mean, I use it every day too. Yeah. So n- nothing wrong with that. But I, um, started to um, go to all these different networking events. And then I realized there was a huge need in the market, right? So this is about 2007-ish. The huge need in the market back then was the fact that there were all these networking events happening in Phoenix, but there wasn't a centralized place where they were listed. So if you wanted to know where networking events were happening, you literally had to know somebody, to know somebody, yeah. right? I mean, it was like a network for networking. Like it, there, there wasn't meetup, you know, LinkedIn didn't have events that Facebook was like, there was none yeah, of that. Uh-huh. Right. Like when I signed up for Facebook back then, it was like, I still had to have my EDU account. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just, yeah. there wasn't much social media and then Twitter was the big thing and nobody understood that. But again, it was just all 
you know, you had to know somebody. And I started to compile this Word document of all these different networking events that were happening in the Valley. And it was just ridiculous, the amount of requests I was getting for it. Can you share the Word? And it was like, can you imagine a Word document? It was copy paste, like different colors and fonts. and, And all of a sudden I had this brilliant idea. At the time I was married to a software engineer and I was like, he builds websites. Why, why don't I just ask him to build me a website? You know? Genius. Yeah, yeah, genius, yeah. right? So I came home after one event and I was like, hey, do you think you could build me a website with a calendar on it? So instead of this Word document, I could just list all these different networking events on the calendar. And him being the brilliant software engineer that he is, you know, I mean, to give him credit where credit is due, um, he took my ideas and he built out um, a massive platform that was way ahead of its time that was basically um, a way for us to create a community of local professionals. That's cool. So if I say, I'm going to say a few keywords right now that you and pretty, probably all your listeners will understand what I'm saying, but imagine this in 2007, 2008, community, <laughs> recurring revenue, free profiles. Wow. But like back then it was yeah, mind boggling. Yeah. Nobody understood. Yeah. But this is when you know you're onto something, right? And I was, so I was trailblazing this business um, and nobody understood how we made money because they're like, well, it's free to create a profile. I'm like, yes, it is. They're like, well, how do you make money? I'm like, it's none of your business. I'm just going <laughs> to um, But a lot of it was based on this recurring revenue model, which back then, the only thing I had to compare it to was, do you remember like the Netflix DVDs? Oh, yeah. I, yep. Okay, yes. I'm like, I don't know what our age difference is in regards <laughs> to that, but... It was, it was like $10 a month and, you know, you, you rent them and then you return them and, you, you know, whatever. And so I was like, I want that. I'm like, how do I create a product that's $10 a month recurring, has enough value, and so I can make money while I sleep or go to Bali for a month, you know, whatever the case is. So I came up with this idea called the networking passport. And so what happens is when you... Um, sign up for the networking passport, you can attend our organiz- our, our event, our paid events for free and other organizations paid events for free. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of those deals just over the years have been negotiated. I mean, it's an automated process, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, but let me tell you, when I first launched this, like the community did not necessarily welcome me with open arms. Well, there's two communities I cater to. I cater to the small business owners, entrepreneurs, um, side hustlers, um, mm-hmm. sales professionals, uh, job seekers, right? Cause they're looking to network. And then I cater to people, um, to event organizers or networking organizations that would possibly want to submit their events on our calendar, right? Which is, it's free for them to list their events because that's my content. So when I launched this on January 1st, 2008, if you remember your history, that's when the economy crashed. Mm -hmm. Like literally, like it was just, I mean, and it plummeted. Mm -hmm. I was in the right place at the right time, not by design, you know, it's not like I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. But I was following my passion. I was following my calling, obviously. I mean, it was just very obvious that this is where I needed to go and this is what I needed to be. And like one thing about me is I'm like, I can listen and flow. I listen and flow. And that's just, um, again, it's just who I am. I don't necessarily always know how to explain that to people, although I try. Sometimes (laughs) they get it. But, you know, I'm not so rigid. I listen and flow and see where life takes me. And it's just a beautiful process. So um, life started to take me down this path and networking Phoenix, um, just blew up. I mean, overnight, you know, because all these people got laid off, all these people, like they didn't know where to go, what to do. And they started Googling and they all were landing wow. on networking Phoenix. So 
you know, at its peak, we had over 500 uh, networking events being listed on the calendar. Um, as of today, we have, I think, nearly 42,000 profiles that have been created, which nowadays in social media doesn't sound as high, you know, because you're like, oh, Instagram influencers have yeah. 40,000, you know. But these are people here locally. Yeah, that's-, that's how many people in town know me and have come to my event. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, so it's kind of a different, <laughs> it's a different perspective. So it, it was bigger than I, I didn't know what to do with it. You know, here I am, I'm, I was 27. It was like, I'll tell you, let me tell you about the very first event I ever had, which was kind of an accident. Um, I didn't really want to host my own events because my goal was always to promote other people's events, yeah. but somebody had convinced me like, you should do a launch party. And I'm like, okay, I'll do a launch party. So this was right around the time that Montalusia had just opened up. Okay. So it was a brand new place. It was like a hot spot. And, um, they told me I could have the event by the pool, you know? So I was like, okay, maybe we'll have a hundred people there. Could you like put out some appetizers? I had my mom doing registration, I sent out four emails, four emails, and maybe, maybe had a thousand people on the network back then. We had over 600 people show up. Wow. It, it wow. was. That's, that's huge. It's beyond huge. Yeah. You're usually lucky if you get 10%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we had 600 people show up and um, it was a logistical nightmare. They ran out of parking. Um, the VAP parking was completely taken up. Like my, my, remember my ex pulled up in his um, NSX and they're like, we can't park this. He had to park it in the desert. <laughs> but so did everyone else. The police had to come out to direct traffic. Um, it was just. I mean, it it put me on the map. Cool. It, again, not like I had no idea that this would happen, you know. But um, and as I started seeing people coming in, they were all lined up, and I'm like, the line was just out, like just out the door. And I'm like, what do I do? So I ran up and I started greeting everybody, you know, just like having conversation with them. Thanks for being patient, you know. And yeah. and what I realized is that I actually knew majority of the people. Wow. that were there. Wow. I had a personal connection with them somehow, some way, like not that every single one of them was my friend, but yeah. there was some kind of a commu- some touch point that I had cool. with them. So unbeknownst to me, I mean, honestly, that, that was just like a launching pad. And I don't, um, really, I'm not the kind of person that hits a wall. Mm-hmm. Like I can handle yeah. things. I hit a wall. Like I was like, by the end of the night, I'm like, I didn't even like just the amount of energy and so many people coming at me. It is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. It was a lot, but it was very successful. And so I was like, well, if I did that by accident, (laughs) what could I do on purpose? So I started hosting this event four times a year and it got to the point where, um, one of my biggest events and the only place I could host them um, for a while was at the Talking Sick Resort because that's the only place that has enough parking. Mm-hmm. We had over 2,000 people. Jeez. You just <laughs> kill it. <laughs> that is awesome. You know, when people ask, yeah. they're like, how do you do it? How do you do it? I'm like, and I, I, I don't know that there's a formula except I think because my company is infused with my energy and my energy is mm-hmm. authentic and genuine and I really want to connect with people. That's why I built a product that allows them to connect, you know, yeah. it makes people feel good. I mean, it's, it's welcoming. It's like, okay, it's free. Everything's free. You know, like if you want to upgrade, you can, and you know, you don't have to, yeah. but if you do, it's another phenomenal experience because you get this and you get that. And so it was just this snowball effect. Um, and yeah, and we had people attending. I mean, it was just, uh, it, it was nuts. And so for the longest time I was known for those events, um, although the events are just a small part of the business, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just so much more to it. Um, so yeah, I mean, fast forward 11 years, 
it's been 11 years now. So, um, the company's still around, but you know, 11 years ago was ahead of its time. And now yeah. it's 11 years. The technology is very old and it's outdated. And, um, as I mentioned, my then husband was my technical co-founder. He's no longer my husband or my technical co-founder. Um, so I'm currently in the process of, um, I have another technical co-founder and we've gotcha. been, you know, so we are rebuilding it from scratch. 100%. I mean, it's gotta be mobile friendly. It's gotta be. So my site currently is not mobile friendly or Google compliant and it's still profitable. That's cool. It's, I, I, I was a sense of community. Shot, it's, yes. more, it's more than just, just, a product or something it's it's a feeling it's like you mentioned it it's it's you instill your feeling and your energy into it and it's there's something that's you you genuinely genuinely care and that's that goes i mean you can't pay for that you can't teach it it's just you just care about actually growing business i mean that's that's the whole reason why like i mean want to get the how-tos and all that going because it's like maybe the small business and i love that you're so big on the small business because that's that's essentially why, why our how-tos are getting out there is is reaching the small business that might not be able to afford us, but at least trying to create an opportunity that if they execute on whatever it is, that they can grow. And, and so that, I mean, that's, that's cool. It's just the energy. I mean, I could, I could feel the energy that you put out. It's just awesome. I love it. <laughs> so what are some of the, the things that you're trying to do to enhance it now? Or what are like some of the big things that you're doing to continue connecting businesses? Well, right now, like I said, you know, I'm, um, a lot of my focus is on rebuilding it as, I mean, I'm not growing it right now. I mean, it just kind of maintains itself. I mean, it, for, for the most part, you know, people, again, organizers can list their events for free and people create their profiles and the past, I mean, everything's still up and running. It's just not by any means that it is potential and it's not going to be on this, on this current platform. So we're working on rebuilding it, which is going to take a while, but I've got a really good partner. And so we're you know, like I have no doubt we're going to get it done. It's just, and don't ask me for a time frame. As I was next question, I'm like, I don't it know. When, when it happens. Exactly. Right. Right. I hate it when everyone's like, where do you want to be in five years? I'm like, but or I'll be in five years. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's it so irrelevant as if life's up to me, you know, like in that sense, like, yeah. so, yeah. So I don't like those types of questions and I don't really function on other people's time either. <laughs> So I'm on my own time. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I just know I function on my own. So, um, so, but you know, what happens is too, again, because I'm so well known in the community, I get pulled, um, into a lot of different projects. Um, so there's the consulting side, not through networking feedings, but you know, Gelly Media, that's my consulting company. So then I have clients that will hire me, um, for marketing purposes. Most of it is relationship marketing. Right, which is different than what you do—the digital side and digital than traditional—and so I'm I'm um, getting a lot more and more people calling and saying um, Facebook ads aren't working for me, or you know I've been doing traditional marketing for 17 years and not getting same results at all anymore. So they're looking for something else, and they're looking to tap into these communities. Um, and so th the phone calls are, I'm getting are it's just like, it's like I'm seeing a new trend arise, yeah. you know? And so they're calling me and the, the, this one guy I talked to recently, he's like, he made this comment, like it was so difficult for him to get a hold of me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just me <laughs> doing all these things. Like I don't, I'm not trying to be elusive, you know, but, um, I'm like, what can I help you with? You know? And yeah. so I'm like, but I, I get phone calls like that constantly. And, um, so, so, you know, what am I trying to, but, but what I try to help uh, these small businesses with, because again, a lot of times when they call on me too, they don't know what they're asking for. So they maybe think they're asking for this, but really they're looking for something else. And I don't know what that is until I go in and assess the situation. 
And I'll tell them, look, I'm not an expert in this. I'm not an expert in this, but I can tell you from like a view, you know, high level viewpoint, like you need a footprint here or, you know, do this or don't do this. And so then, um, again, a lot of her is just a lot more consulting based, like here's kind of where you are and here's maybe where you should be, you know? So do we need to pull in a branding expert? Do we need to bring in a publicist at this moment? You know, like where, you know, what do they kind of need, um, at this moment in time? But um, and then I actually work with just a lot of solo printers and a lot of times they don't even need that. They literally just need to know where to go and who to meet. Right. And so me being as connected as I am in town, like I've been hired to literally just, okay, well connect me to this person. Cause I need to get to know them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I've been hired by salespeople from big corporations. They're like, I just need you to create a warm introduction for me. Yeah. I mean, that's right. That's most, most, most powerful form. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. Yep. So you mentioned you're, you're seeing a trend. What like what is that trend or that need? And the reason why like I love what you're doing with the whole networking thing is because it's I think everyone is trying to use I mean digital, traditional, whatever it may be to sell their product or service. But I think there's huge opportunity in creating that community, that sense of community. And I think that like I think there's tons of opportunity for businesses to start creating more events, more connecting people, connecting their potential customers, connecting their current customers. And so I mean. I guess my question is, are you seeing more of that trend where companies or businesses are wanting to create more of those live human interactions or? Yeah, actually I am. I'm seeing a huge trend. I'm seeing like a lot more of this, um, the, the community job role description. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm like, I want to do that. I'm like, wait, I'm already (laughs) writing my own community, but it's like such my language. I'm like, oh, I could do that. Like in my sleep, you know, it's just, that's like my thing, but yeah. No, I am actually, I'm seeing a lot of it. Like um, the good brands know that they need a community manager, like somebody that's always out there, somebody that's creating those relationships because we are so bombarded with everything these days, you know, Instagram, Facebook, like just it's, there's so much that it's like, so nice to have a human interaction. Like, and I honestly need somebody to get in my face and say something to me for me to like stop and listen, you know, because otherwise there's so much, and I'm actually, I'm not like, I'm not a millennial, you know, so I'm not even as, you know, zoned into my, I mean, I'm zoned into it. I'm not going to lie, but not as zoned into it. And, you know, and I'm still like, I just need someone to call me and tell me and there, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. So the other day, um, right before one of my signature events, I got a phone call from, um, you know, uh, from this guy and I could tell he was younger, you know, just, yeah, I could tell. And then we start, you know, we start chatting. He's like, Hey, I just got an email about your event. It looks amazing. He's like, you know, me and my partner, we just quit our nine to fives and we put like everything we have into this photo booth. Um, they're called pick us by the way, just to give them a little shout out or something. You know? I think I saw <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I posted them yesterday, but he's like, I, um, he's like, you know, we just, um, we're, we're all in, you know, and we really need to make this work and we want to come to your event and and I'm just like, uh, okay, well bring your gear, you know, and let's just, you know, like, let's set it up. He's like, really? And I'm like, I'm like, there's, I don't have the heart. And like, I can't do that for everyone, obviously, yeah, like clearly, yeah. but just the, he called me and he was so passionate. Like there was, it was just, there wasn't a sales pitch. I mean, he was just like, I just jumped off a cliff, you know, and I'm like, you'll be fine, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they came out and they and, and they set up their booth. I mean, it was great. They were taking pictures and, you know, and I'm like, and I didn't even have a great spot for them, you know, just because everything was already sold out. Like, I mean, it, my events typically sell out. So, but I remember asking, coming out and asking them, he's like, no, it's great. We're catching all the bathroom traffic. We even got a gig booked. Like, 
I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> like that's they incredible. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. They, they did, you know? So, uh, but what I liked is that like he picked up the phone and we had a conversation and I made a decision right then and there. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have to see an email and which would be easy for me to ignore or just give him a canned response. Yep. Sorry, we're sold out. You know, I mean, this kid picked up the phone and like kid, I say kid cause he's much yeah. younger and like yeah. how many you know, kids and he's not, you know, but who would do that? Yep. Not many. So I, um, you know, I just thought that was a great example and he, he got what he needed, but it was that, it was that human interaction that made it happen. So That's cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it's, I see the value of just having, I mean, people come together and just like, especially like-minded people that are all have similar goals or on the same paths. I mean, that's something we're going to be doing that. We're getting rid of all the stuff behind me and going to create like a little stage area. Um, we're gonna have a little video production thing in there, but Essentially, we're going to try and create a meetup or something, whatever it is, but for small businesses here in Tempe and just what is the people want to learn. And it's not even going to be geared just towards marketing. And it's it's so you have a ton of experience in that. What is something that like, I mean, we could learn or something that, that we could do to help create those interactions or create an instance where a business wants to come and, and you know, be part of this community or something that we're trying to create here? You know what I mean? Right. Well, I think, you know, people will come if they see the value in what you're doing. So first and foremost, you're going to have to show value. You know, the first few groups uh, or first few meetings are typically small because you're doing personal invites. You know, I'm finding one of the things that's another trend right now is people are actually texting really? to, for you to come, you know. And, um, and I, you know, I actually had an event in January and this was like a personal event that I was hosting. Um, it had nothing to do with Networking Phoenix. And so I made sure to... Um, I first, okay, I've never done this before. I called every single person I wanted to invite. There was maybe like 20 or 30 people. Mm -hmm. it, it takes time to have a yeah. conversation with 20 or 30 yeah. people. And then I followed up with a text and then, you know, but it was like, it had to be such a personal process because I knew even if I did a Facebook invite or if I did an email, like yeah. it would, it would lose that luster or yeah. that they wouldn't know that it's really coming yeah. from me and not sincere. My, sincere. You actually care. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you're launching something, you have to treat it as if you're inviting um, guests into your home, like literally. And that, and that the very first event, like that was, that was literally how I thought of it. That was my analogy. Like I'm inviting all these people into my house. And honestly, I still treat it that way. Like I still like, I, I want to be a good hostess. Yeah. I have a whole team of people helping me with like the day of the event, but I'm running around. I want to say hello to everyone that sponsored everybody that uh, bought a booth, you know, the, the volunteers, like you just want to look them in the eye and say, thank you, yeah. you know, to have that human connection. So, um, it's going to be, uh, you know, initially it's just a lot of that personal hustle. You know, don't, don't allow, don't make it easy for people to ignore you. Makes sense. So, yeah. you know, that's, that would, that, that would be my, um, my suggestion, but you know, you did, you asked me one other thing about speaking. I want to come back to it before we, and yeah, no, I mean, that's, I, yeah. I just remembered it, but, um, you asked me about my, uh, uh, my Ted talk or, I mean, I, I present a lot. I speak a lot. Yeah. I get out and a lot of people ask me, how do you get these speaking gigs? And then it's like, like one of my questions. That's, right. Yeah. So I get, I've, I've get asked, like, I didn't have to apply. I don't, I don't do like, I haven't had to do any of that. Um, I've been fortunate and that's because again, I've been doing this for 11 years in the community. So there's just a lot, a lot of visibility. And so I get pulled into a lot of really fun things. Like I co-host, um, an internet TV show with Carrie Pena and she used to be an anchor here on channel three. And now she's got a, yeah, she's got a company called inspired media. It is, it's very cool. You know, so I get 
get in, pulled into fun projects like that. Um, I mean, there's just like a lot of different fun things that are maybe like quote unquote out of my expertise, but they're really not. Mm -hmm. Cause I think it all comes down to marketing and personality. Yeah. And, and you know, let me tell you, the very first class that I signed up for at ASC was public speaking. Like I love, love, love to speak. So that's always been one of my, one of my things. So I, you know, I get asked to speak and I'm happy to do it. So, but I had to, you know, I had to like create all that value mm -hmm. to build up to it. Yep. So yeah, to answer that. <laughs> That's awesome. What are your thoughts on like, cause I mean, like we've seen a lot of people do get your headshot and stuff like that. I think there's tons of opportunity to create more video and just more personalization, but creating something where it's like, I guess if you come here, you can basically have a one, do a one minute elevator pitch, creating something like that to try and get people in. Is that more of a cheesy tactic to try and do to get people to come in or, um, what to do thought? an elevator pitch where we like, who I mean, would so see I mean, it? We could do like, so for like the first event is like, Oh, here, we're having this event, trying to connect people. Oh, by the way, we're going to be doing this as well to kind of create more of an incentive or more of a creating more value to come in and actually do it. Where instead of sitting down doing a headshot, we can, we're creating something where someone could sit down and we can create whatever background or whatever, but essentially give a one minute who you are, what either it could be about you yourself as a personal brand or your business. You get one minute to be in front of a camera, whatever it is you want to say, using that to kind of help create that incentive to come. Is that, do you think doing things like that are on the cheesy side? Are or? you offering it to them for free? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you you'd be hosting an event like a meetup of some sort. And then yep. everyone that arrives gets to do like a little elevator pitch on a camera with a cool background or back yeah. backdrop that yeah. they can choose. And then you'll give that to them and then they can use that for whatever social media. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever they want to use I think it's actually really cool. Yeah. But what, uh, sorry, uh, the, the question is uh, question challenge. A lot of people are afraid of being on camera and it's like they're a normal, normal. And then the camera's on, they're like, <gasps> And then yeah. like they can't speak. So you would have to like um, not have to, but it would be maybe uh, ideal if you could, you know, uh, share some tips on, you know, camera, what, how to be on camera That's and maybe, yeah. maybe, um, you know, give them like practice elevator pitches with them. I personally highly dislike elevator pitches. That's my personal preference. A different networking person will tell you you need it to yeah. pitch. I don't I, care. Yeah. I need passion. Yeah. So, okay. That's just wanted to spit that out. I didn't mean to talk over you. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I mean, yeah. So it's, I mean, so I mean elevator pitch or basically a quick 60 seconds on how you can sum yourself up. I mean, how, I guess, how do you approach? Cause I mean, what you do and who you are is going to be the same. I mean, whether you call an elevator pitch or something like that is, is it good to have something like that? I mean, I do. I mean, I think it's great. I think it never hurts to have, I, I mean, we need nowadays we need to put out so much content. That's just the world that we live in. Yeah. Like having a 60 second video of you talking is never going to hurt. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't see the value in that, their business isn't surviving like in the next, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think with you, uh, providing that is actually really cool. You just want to make sure that um, you create a process for them to look really good on camera. Because if they get it back and they hate the way, you know what I mean? Like that's actually going to backfire. Makes sense. Cool. Because it's the whole premise of that is because what we're trying to do is create a, a basically a create space. Like we're going to, that's going to be video. There's going to be a photography space. There's going to, we're going to have this and then two, uh, two other podcasting areas. So essentially it's going to be, yes, it is like the people that uh, I can't do it. Like it happens quite a bit. Once that camera gets going, it's like, uh, I can't do this. And so to 
back it would be it's basically going to preface this is what we're going to be doing and it's hard now but we want to let you know that we're going to be around and this is going to be a space where you can come in and practice and master it and basically it's like you just said you need to be producing content on a continual basis and so trying to trying to break down that barrier of getting in front of the camera to produce that content and just creating a space for it and so that's what it would all i guess be backed on and preface into is yes you can come in and give your one minute speech see that it is a little more difficult or whatever it may be but essentially this is going to be a space where it could also be done not just today but in the future and so just wanted your thoughts on it. No, I think it's great. I mean, I think anytime you can have foot traffic at your business location is, I mean, that's great. Like, yeah. build, yeah, yes, build out your community. Get business owners in here. Offer them stuff for free. I mean, I can't even tell you how much I've given away for free. Like, I, I don't, and I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't care to even track it. I mean, I consider it all good karma points, you know, and I'm going to yeah. cash it all in when it's time for me to cash. But, you know, when I, when I first launched my business, um, you know, and, and there was so much popularity around it. I mean, you can imagine even even after that first event with 600 people, everybody wanted a personal meeting with me. Oh, I Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't, but, but everybody wanted yeah. a meeting. And so I would sit there like daily. I would maybe do like a Thursday or a Friday of the week, you know, cause I couldn't do it every single day. And I would just schedule meetings in 45 minute blocks. I would sit at like at a Starbucks or like a, one of those bakery place, yeah. paradise bakery places they're closed now, but 45 minute blocks. And I would just sit there all day from morning to evening and people would just wow. rotate, come and I would just meet with them and meet That's with them like, cool. and just meet with all these people. And it's like, I literally built my network and the community one relationship at a time. But that it takes work. I mean, that that's that's because you genuinely care. No, like you can't fake that. You can't right. show up and have people coming around every. Yeah. So. Right. And once I felt that I hit that titter titter totter spot where I just couldn't do it anymore, then I stopped taking meetings mm -hmm. and I just said no for a while. And then now I charge for them because yeah. they're consultation sessions. You know, I yeah. mean, people ask me for coffee. I mean, what are you asking me for coffee for? You probably want. So it's, it's a, this is what I do for a living. It's a yeah. consultation session. And I'm happy to provide. I mean, I make connections people for people all the time. Like, I mean, I just, you know, it's not like that I'm greedy with helping, but I am greedy with my time. Like, and the, yeah, there's only so much of it. Right, exactly. So, and I don't even apologize for it. And, and that comes with age and experience. Again, me being 27 and me being, you know, where I am now, I'm like, um, I, I got my kid and I need to work out and, you know, I need to take yeah. a nap. So I'm not sure where you fit in, you know, but if you pay me, I might skip we the nap. Yes. I skipped uh, my morning gym routine yesterday for a paying client, you know, so I, I hit it up this morning. All good. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I, the one thing that you brought up is give away as much for free. I love it because it's like, even though you haven't tracked it, I mean, how much would you say opportunity has come because you quote unquote gave it away for free? Cause it's, I love this, this conversation. Cause a lot of how this started was giving away stuff for free, but it's like people say, well, I, I value my time. And I'm like, yeah, I value mine too. But like, if I get this done for free, I don't have something I can show someone that can get me paid quicker than you trying to. So it's like, it's not free because you're, getting something from it and getting value and it's, it's creating something down the road. So, I mean, I, I love that advice. How much opportunity has just giving us stuff, giving stuff away for free? Just, well, I mean, the speaking gigs, the yeah. Ted talk, the being asked to be a co-host on a show. I mean, the, and, and here's the thing about my consulting site. Like it, <laughs> It is everything I tell my clients not to do. There's no SEO in it. There's not even much of a form. It's basically like a little informational landing page. Mm -hmm. 
like you have to know me in order to want to work with me. Like there's no, oh, oops, I landed on this girl's page. Who is she? No, there's none of that. Like you, it's word of mouth. You have to know me who I am. By the time you're landing on that page, you know who I am and you know what I've done and you're contacting me because you know that, you know, we're going to like, you're going to pay, you know, like we're engaged in some way, you know, some sort, but it's not, you know, so, um, I don't know, like, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but to answer yeah, that, I mean, but yeah. again, like that didn't happen overnight, you know, it's not like I had that on day one, but, um, is that constant. And then it, the thing is, is like, you know, and I think a lot of times when people are initially starting, they expect they're going to be giving things away for free. I mean, it's just okay. And, yeah. and they're okay with it. They're okay with it. Where it becomes a challenge is, um, or at least for me, I don't know what it's like for others, but because I'm friends with everyone now everybody wants things for free, you know? So now there's like an expectation and I'm like, crap, now I need to hire like an admin or somebody to like respond to these. Cause I'm, and you know, you don't want to be rude to your friends. You don't want to break the relay, but then sometimes people don't even know what you charge for, what you don't charge for, because they honestly don't like, they're like, Oh, I know Gelly. Jelly. They call it. They're like, I'm really good friends with jelly. That happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. My best friend was getting her hair done once and her hairdresser was telling her about this girl that she knows and, you know, she follows her and she really likes her and she has all these cool networking events and da da. And, um, my friend's like, are you talking about Gelly? And she's like, yeah, 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 Jelly. Yeah. Like I'm good. I'm good <laughs> friends with her. And she's like, you're not, her name is Gelly. <laughs> so that's one instance, but that happens a lot. So but that's not a bad thing. Like it's like I make people feel that way because again, that's how I am. Yeah. Like everyone's invited, everyone's welcome, and unless they upset me, then <laughs> then you're out. Story. Then you're out. Different story. Like I'm not, you know, like I'm I'm not like you know weak, you know, whatever. But everyone gets a fair chance. So, but the, the balance is is um, as you keep moving forward, you know, is how much of it do you want to keep giving away? And then that's when you actually have to analyze, you know, how much value um, or the ROI am I getting off this free piece? Yeah. Am I, am I not? And sometimes like some, there's some instances like there's just no way I'm going to monetize them. They're yeah. just not. And I'm fine with that. I mean, I don't, you know, but again, I, it's a, now I'm at a point where I pick and choose. So nice. Yeah. Lo- I mean, it just, Loving everything that you're saying, because that's I mean, that's, that's essentially the whole premise of this is, like you said, you want people to I mean, your time is valuable. You want people to know, like want to work with you before they reach out. And that's that's why we want like we got this going is like I never want anyone to. Well, I, I want people to reach out and ask what we do and who we are. But when it comes down to it, it's like when my phone goes off, I want it to be like, hey, I saw this thing in that podcast like. I want them to see the value that I can bring before they even reach out rather than like, Hey, we're a marketing agency. We can do it and try and beg for, let's set up some time. Let's set up some time. And so, yeah, I love it. So this is our way of, I guess, giving, giving away for free. And so we're, we also use it as like kind of free strategy consultations. Cause that's where the business owner part comes in is like, they come in and it's like, just audit what you've been doing and just kind of, I mean, it's not a full blown strategy session, but it's, it's just an hour of toss around some ideas and things mm-hmm. that they can do. And so love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think this is great. You know, I mean, you've created a nice little funnel. I mean, even just how you and I got connected, you know, and then I was like, all right, I'll make the trek, you know, to 10 p.m. in Scottsdale. You know, I like 10. I mean, but honestly, but it's a process. Like, it's just like you have to think about it. I'm like, is it, you know, I look at your stuff. I'm like, okay, I see. Like, and I didn't quite get it, but I got it enough. Like, I got your vibe just to give you some feedback. Like, I was like, I got enough of a vibe to be like, all right, I'll come down and meet and, 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 and not to sound, you know, weird about it, but I don't 
do that with everyone, you know, because there's a lot of times I'm like, okay, I just honestly, I'd prefer to do it over the phone. Yeah. But, uh, but other times it just depends on my schedule. You you actually did catch me as I'm like, like after my big event. So it was at the end of March, (laughs) you know, I've had a few weeks to recuperate. Like, like, and I think that's why actually when I initially booked it with you, I was like, I I knew to book it out because I was like, I'm not even going to be like functioning. Yeah. So, um, so timing has so much to do with it. Timing is everything, but that's something else, you know, to tell business owners is that, you know, so many times people reach out to me and they have a request and it's easy for me to do, but they caught me in between a hundred other emails that just take priority and they never follow up and I forget. So if they just follow up one or two more times, I'll, I, but I, I can't remember to go back four pages back in my inbox to search for their email. And sometimes I've done that. Like it'll be a month and I'm like, oh. <gasps> So-and-so emailed me and never responded, you know, and so I, and I, and I pull it up and it's like all the way buried in the back and it's like, oh, can you be here tomorrow? Sorry, I'm just seeing <laughs> it today. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, no. So how, how do you deal with that? Like, because it's, I mean, that's, as we're getting busier and all that, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, there was that thing seven days ago. Like, have you, because I mean, it to me, I never want to disappoint anyone. That's, I mean, call it young, call it whatever, but it's, it's, how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, you just kind of, eh, it is what it is. It's, it is it's, you know, at this point, it is what it is. You know, if you asked me when I was building my business, um, it wasn't like that. So when I was building my business, I responded to everybody in a timely, I, okay, mind you, I didn't have a kid back then. Yeah. I was 27. I didn't sleep as much, you know. <laughs> um, and I actually ended up hiring, um, I had somebody working for me full time, um, helping me build my business. She was with me for six years. And so if I didn't catch something, she would, you know, like we, so... It was definitely a team effort um, building it up. Now it's again, it's a little bit different because I don't have an assistant. Um, I mean, I even if I did, most of the emails need my answer. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. So yeah. there's no, you know, it's not admin kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and what I try to do is, I mean, I try to prioritize. You know, like I have a little, you know, to do task list in my like Excel, uh, not Excel, but Google. You know, the Google yeah. Excel. I live in Google Docs. Um, and, but I don't know, things slip through the cracks, but I, you know, I feel like if it's really important to, to them, they'll follow up again. I mean, I don't know how to say it. And then some people, some people ask me for ridiculous things and I just, oops, I forgot. (laughs) So I don't want to be rude and I don't want to disappoint people, but more than that, I don't want to drain myself. That's a lot more important to me than disappointing other people. Because a lot of times I think the things that these people ask me for, they don't realize what they're asking me for. So I choose to not be mad at them, but I'm going to choose not to respond and just leave it at that. And I used to not be like that when I was, yeah. So I'm not even saying this is a good strategy. Like I'm not saying do what Gally said, but at this point in my life, this is just where I'm at is, is, you know, and I think if, I think sometimes if these people realize what they were asking of me, they either wouldn't ask that of me or they would be how much do you charge for this? Yeah. Just if they asked me differently, I would respond much faster, you know? So you how you, how you absolutely. And that's actually something that I teach. It's, it's not, it's, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah. You can say anything you want with a smile. Always acknowledge the other person first has nothing to do with you. You know? So when I'm reaching out to somebody that's busy, I always say, I know you're incredibly busy, like acknowledge them first. You know, you're incredibly busy. You know, you've got all the stuff going on. Um, I have this quick question to run by you. Would you happen to have, but you know, like phrase it in such a way that it's like, it breaks it down. Like, here's what I want to ask you and da, da, da. And 
most people respond, again, it's not like I do this that often, but if I need something, I yeah. typically get it. But again, I understand how to work with people. <laughs> Just ask them in a proper way. Be respectful. Makes sense. Yeah. It's like so. communication background. Communication I, background. I think it's one of the, yeah, a very, very powerful uh, um, degree. I mean, just communication is everything. And just, I mean... It's amazing how just, I mean, I've worked for a few different agencies and it's just like the morale that just how everything gets done just is all dictated based off of how everyone communicates with each other between departments, between with the client and everything. Like communication is so, so powerful. And so, yeah, I, I mean. Relationships too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, I, I want to be respectful of your time. I know we've been here for a while. So as we kind of wrap up, I mean, it's. You've dealt with a lot of businesses. You've, uh, I mean, you just interact with a lot of businesses. Is there one just commonality or, just, I mean, I'm sure there's a few, but is there just one thing that like, it just businesses could do more of it or what's one big takeaway that a business could have? I mean, that they could just focus more on, less on, um, that you hear quite a bit from different businesses. Interesting. Very, very broad. Yeah, it is broad. Very philosophical. Uh, (laughs) I would say that I I think what a lot of the businesses are missing nowadays is this whole relationship marketing trend. And it doesn't matter what business you're in, doesn't matter the industry. I believe every company now needs to have a little community built around it. I mean, everything, you know, just just look at the trends, you know, like Facebook groups are the thing, you know, and um, that your Instagram, uh, whoever you're following, and and then they have those pods of all the little, again, I'm not a millennial, I don't even know these words, but I see them, I'm like, oh, I get the concept, but everything is about the community, and you know what, Um, I should say this, and I don't know if this answers the question you did or didn't, but this is so cliche, but we are so disconnected in this digital world from the human connection. So if you as a company, as a brand can create a community for people where they actually feel some kind of an emotional connection to not just you, but the other people around you, you cannot buy that with any Facebook ad or any YouTube video. I mean, right. I mean that, that relationship connection, like you look at a lot of the gyms nowadays, um, they create that community feel. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you skip one day, you're like, you feel kind of guilty. And I don't even know the people I'm working out with, but I know they're going to be there, you know? So it's, um, it, it just creates this feeling, this community. And it's, um, a lot of the businesses aren't quite realizing that they should be emulating that for their own brands. Love it. Cause that's, yep. I absolutely love that. Cause that's what, like I said, we're going to be trying to push is creating these, using the Facebook ads, using digital in this disconnected world to create in-person connections. I think there's so much power. I think there's so much potential there. And so, yeah, I love it. So, well, I really appreciate you coming in um, and taking the time. And I know you're super busy. So, I mean, would love for you to kind of give a shout out and just let people know where they can find you if you if you want people to find you that way. If not, we can just not even include it. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, please, please find me. You know, no. But um, I am so on Instagram. I'm uh, um, at Gelly twenty five. So it's G E L I E twenty five. And um, otherwise, my consulting website is Gelly just easy. That's a great story of how I got galley.com, but maybe for another time. And of course, the networking community website is networkingphoenix.com. And I mean, people can contact me through all those platforms. Love it. I'm about to create an account because that's something that another big thing that I want to do is just network more. So. Mm-hmm. 
I have it up on my computer right now. Oh, awesome. One of my duties this weekend is want to start plugging into a lot more networking events. Mm-hmm. Get out there and start meeting. There's businesses. plenty for you to choose from. <laughs> Love it. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. I love being here. Awesome.